<laughs> oh, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, so... Welcome, folks, to Genesis Avalon 36. 36. Uh, which I guess now is like, it's like the Cat and Chris Roadshow, because now, uh, 35 we brought to you in, uh... Genesis? In our hotel room. Hotel sound. And now you're gonna hear it in our car, which is driving. So... I don't know how well this is gonna work out. We might wind up redoing the whole thing. We don't know yet. Well, we made the we made the comment to ourselves when we were driving cross country Episode over the summer. 36, the Gosh, Zenith. it would be awesome if we were just recording our commentary on this now. Yeah. We have so many pity and witty things to witty, witty, witty. It's a combination pity and witty. Yes. We have so, so many uh, funny things to say about it now that we just couldn't remember when we actually recorded. Yep. So this might be like a very echoey commentary because I have to edit out all the car driving noise, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, I am Catherine Pride. This is Kristen Mays. We are the Stoofers. Um, and uh, and uh, here we are with Jaina making out with Sam's face, apparently first thing episode. I love this episode so much. I can't believe we're here, folks. Okay, you have to understand. When I started writing Genesis Avalon eight years ago, eight, I only had the first three years planned. I had through episode 36. So season four is kind of a, as Chris would say, a horse of a different color, um, because it's, it's a story that Chris and I crafted together after she heard that I, that I had these first three years and I told her I wanted to do more, but I didn't, I wasn't sure what direction to go. Um, and uh, so it's kind of surreal knowing that I'm here because we're basically at the end of the show for me at first. And then I have a whole other season and I have to kind of go, well, oh, I have a whole other season. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that just makes me squeeze. Lots of squeeing in this. Possibly. Like that line, squee. Yes. So... There's a lot of Sam making out with faces. For the first five minutes or so. Yeah, for the first five minutes or so you get some face making outness. Later on it's Sam rocking off a lot of faces. It is! There's a lot of face rocking. I feel like that needs to be a, a like a house like I a house a techno song. I want a t-shirt. Face keep rocking, face keep rocking. That says that says I do a lot of face rocking. Well, that sounds really dirty now that I think about it though. Uh, that would be a t-shirt you'd get kicked out for. Yep. Uh, and then we've gone quiet because we were listening to all of the cuteness. Yes. So. And then Chan has got to go and ruin it with serious talk. To get him sounds like. Hmm? Post happy time. Post happy time. Post happy time. We slept in. It was oh. awesome. And then let me talk about our. Beginning. I guess we should probably go Not fight the evil totally demon lord who will most likely kill us. Yes. Don't worry about it. It's. Yeah, it was. <laughs> It's Just almost like, like it's almost like a good night, Wesley. Almost Ooh. like we kill you in the morning, kind of. Yes. Yeah, as as hate, you think it'll like? It'll take a miracle. Well, That's yeah. pretty much this story too. First, because they're like, like this is brilliant, and they're like, no, it's not. Cool. I don't think what made you think this was a good idea at all? <laughs> I Nothing hope we're not about this die. is good. I would like to do what we did last night. Oh God, this line. Really now. <laughs> There's so much fun timing in this. Well, there is one of the best, best. Like, I love this line. Oh, I go free right now. Um, <laughs> now. 
No, no. I like no, the little no, growl no. he did there. You're that was not in the script, that. folks. I'm sure that was all pure, you. unadulterated David Alt sexiness. So that's blame right. him. Oh. Genesis Avalon bringing you pure, unadulterated oh. David Alt sexiness. <laughs> 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 Three years. Three years. And hey, which there's one of the best bloopers ever. I'm sure it'll make the blooper reel Oi. of David doing lines from this episode and being like, Are you Oh, Laura, girls, how many times have we slept together now? And I'm like, I wish I had a, like a coinciding blooper from Laura, but there isn't one. Um, China. Are you two away? And then, of course, there's this scene. You, what you should have done is you should have found him saying, Oh, Jaina. Yes. From another, but then you could have found Jaina. How many times have we slept together? <laughs> Pets! Pets! Pets on! Chris did such a good I, job with his line. I can't because I mean, it's it's naturally comical, but he just was like, he rocked out the the utter pets. Put pants on on pants, please. Like. Oh God, I could die. Oh, don't worry about it. So cute. His fragile senses. The whole thing's so cute and you fun. Know, with the way he acts, you'd think we really need that cute fun because the out. rest of the episode is oh, yeah, it's kind of like a smack to your face. Done. And then You've some. Been super pushy about that kind hour long. Of I don't even want or need It is. This episode is an hour long. So if you're a, if you are listening to the commentary, congratulations because holy crap, that means not only did you finish that 52, you know, minute debacle. <laughs> Uh, you're Nothing coming back for the commentary. Wow. You glued your face back on long enough. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did it. They cleaned their pants out. They put their face back on. They gave if, up on their socks. They couldn't find their socks. They've been rocked right out of the building. Yep. And I made scrambled eggs and toast. Figured we'd Cute need breakfast before we get started. For a few minutes there. Brilliant. <laughs> Natalie's like my mom. When she's had a bed day, she cooks. When she's nervous, she cooks. You know, Noir, I vaguely remember. Many, many brownies have been made for the last three weeks. <laughs> yes! I've just seen things. The brochure near Natalie has assumed she's open to the It's cottage industry. Yes. You know what? I hate you both. I hate you both. I love that. Well, that's a the, the one thing, one thing I really do like about the beginning of this episode, and I think it was really necessary Morning. to do it before we did the big fight, is oh, that hey, at this point you've I now seen the team to come together and truly gel. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know, yeah, Noir yeah, is finally nice. comfortable in his own mm. skin as a human. Noir. Noir. Natalie. There we go. Noir. Noir. So wait, what would Noir and Natalie shipper name be? Noir. Quick, fans, tweet me. What do you want shipper names to be? Give me shipper names for Sam and Jaina and Natalie Noir. Because I'm curious. Oh, also if you're if you're if you're a Julian Carey fan, because I know there are some of you out there, give me shipper names. I want to hear them. Jerry, no. Carrion. Anyway, tell me what you're thinking. Um. Uh, so anyway, no, in all seriousness, though, it's nice because, you know, Natalie is, is, she has a moment after this scene where, she, while, while Jaina and Sam are visiting Dr. Matthews, where she kind of breaks down and really gets scared. Be careful, yeah. And it's not because she doesn't know that she, that she can do it, it's that the knowledge that it's actually going to happen now has finally sunk well, in for and, her. And, and up to this point, it's 
in that thing that she's always known she's gonna have to do at some point. It's a yeah. thing that's always been in the future. Yeah, yeah, the future I is think now. so. Hang on. <laughs> Yellow. That was a Oh, yeah. wow, Dr. Matthews. Hi. Oh, that's fine, it's... Dr. Matthews. <laughs> oh, it's oh, I'm going to tell oh, my mother you said that. Just... I didn't say that her mother was annoying. Are you saying Dr. Matthews is annoying? What? No. Okay. What makes you say that? I'm saying that my food apparently tastes delicious. <laughs> well, I... That is. I so. That's what we also bring here at the Genesis Avalon Commentaries, folks. When? Chris. Come to my office. Making social gaffes. Now. I don't know any other way. I know. I like how my mother at the end of that line was all like, come to my office now. And immediately I'm kind of like, crap, I'm in trouble. What did I do? Because, you know, it's my mom and I forget. You've heard that, You've heard that voice so I have heard that voice now. so many times in my life, folks. You would not believe it. You get to hear the nice side of my mother playing Dr. Matthews. You never heard my mother angry. You wouldn't like her very much if she's angry. They'll get to hear that in three episodes. Yes! Well. Good. Good. This is good. Have a seat, both of you. I just, I really love the setup for this episode, and it was so hard because, you know, the episode's 50 freaking pages long. And I keep sitting there talking to you and talking to my editor going, can we make this shorter? How the heck can we do this? And we were like, this is one of the there's really no way to make it shorter. Everything needs to be in this episode, This was really one of those instances where the writer was like, okay, let's make this episode shorter. This episode needs to be shorter. And the editor and the other stufer was like, uh... And I don't think you can make it shorter that? without losing something yeah. that you really need in it. So sorry, it's what gonna have exactly? to be that long. Pretty much, pretty much. And then we saw Kat's mind crumble. It did. I actually I realized the daunting task of fixing it had a hurt. You did it. I did, and I had the awesome help of my assistant director Lynn Cullen, who who was who was moved off of one show and was able to help me out for this episode and a couple of others. So she is. Uh, she was a great help. She took the daunting task of having to clean these 200 and something lines and uh, and make sure it all sounded to the best of its ability. And she did an amazing job because I had, you know, I didn't have to do any post work. I just had to mix it into scenes and, and add sound effects and everything and score. And, and she did an awesome job making sure that I could do that as smoothly as possible. So thank you very much, Lynn. I'm really glad to have you and it's going to be awesome to keep having you. So thank you for all the help so far. Um, Look, after one of my kids said that you killed Sekhmet, also, I love that Dr. Matthews, like, because I, I like this about the show, is that you have a hero who likes killing, who calls herself the, the last priestess of Avalon. So what happens? Kids flock to our theory and legend classes like there's no tomorrow. And poor, poor freaking Dr. Matthews is like, I don't know anything. Arga. Suddenly she's got like yeah, twice as many people in her classes. Yeah. She's had to open up more sessions. From what I've gathered, imagining like like Indiana Jones and their students with I love Avalon written on their eyes. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Because I wanted to see you, Jaina. Well, because you know, you know, and, and you all heard the voice. Well, at this point, you know who the voice of freedom is if you were paying attention to the voice of freedom ARG we did for between seasons two and three. And I, that was that was Casey's whole message was 
that the people love Avalon and that the people yeah, have yeah. to do something Both about it because the government's not gonna. And uh, just win. And it's Beat just him. it's it's Everyone so weird because I don't get to do much from the perspective of the everyday person. Um, because at this point, even Julian and Carrie are too heavily entrenched. Um, so that was why I really liked playing with Casey and Evan and Bobby, and also um, as, as you're about to hear, Jack and Alicia. Yeah. Because um, Jack and Alicia come in so late in the game, they've been there. Growing up in this mess for the last three years, like it or not, we're looking and in their opinion is very much I'm that they love Avalon and Exodus. They they are fans of them, and uh, and it was it was it's really nice to write that kind of stuff because as we're getting to the point where Gina goes from being a hero in the making to being a seasoned superhero in an era where there are no superheroes. Well, yeah. There's one. Shut up. I'm just saying. You guys will hear briefly about her next season. I don't really know what's going on, but, but she's not really part of the story. Talk to no. you later. I'm surprised you brought her up now. Well, oh, it's just I realized that I can't say that she's hey, the only superhero. Jack, how you doing? She's, she's not. Gina is the only she's public the superhero. Only public superhero right now, and the only one is she is. She is. She is going to be spearheading. Yes. So a new age of heroes. That's a big thing. Just thought you'd want to know. And this is this marks like one of the only two scenes that you actually hear Olivia in for this episode because checking in. Just the way it worked out, Olivia is not meant to be having that fight with everybody else. Her job is to watch the kids. And oddly enough, Olivia is okay with that. She's like he chose to let it's weird how I'm kind of cool like with it. doing that. Like, you know, know it's not her deal to go fight the battles. Her deal like is to go steal the crap. Gonna let him do that. that is true. I so she's okay with not with, with, with sitting at the real at the really Olivia. cool training you hall full of really cool crap. Yes. While yes. other people go fight the battle. You know, that's totally cool. She's like, I'm fine with that. Then let some creepy dude who's been trying to destroy New York have it. I freaking love Alicia. But I'd advise against it. You don't have any training, you don't have any powers. You'd be Especially in this scene. I'll make that decision. Where she okay. pretty much schools Jana and is like, excuse me, I can handle myself. You know? Okay then. And Jana's like, I'm thinking you should pick up a Didn't know I was gonna get a slice of bitch Wait, pie today, sorry. I saw. <laughs> How was that bitch pie taste? Where is it? Bajishis. Ah, here we go. A little better. I think <laughs> a little better. I really feel like you should use this. Is that the one with the raven on the hill? Yeah. Why, well, yes, yes, it is. What made you decide I needed this, Alicia? Just trust me on For this. For those of you who have gotten to the um, end of the episode, you know exactly why she needed that my sword. The sword's gonna be important. <laughs> it ain't intuition. Okay. Yeah. Let's get a few more things and we'll go. Supply run! Yay! They're at that point of the RPG where this you're is your gathering. last chance to turn back. This is your last save point. <laughs> yes, and, 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 and as we get later into the episode, when I when when Jaina starts dictating how they're gonna fight, it makes me laugh so hard because it really becomes like that scene in an RPG where you're assigning your different classes yep. to fight different fights. Uh, I'm just thinking. the classic noir you theme. Worry? You guys yep. have not heard that in a while. I've hit full on terrified now. Come here. We're just gonna sit there and sing this song instead of actually commentating. And I'm not going in. I do love this scene though. It's a very sweet scene for them. You know, it's it's very sweet and and 
they needed to have it because you know it's kind of really depressing through here because it's a little bit like everybody is saying their goodbyes yeah to Jada and Sam because while they are sure Jada and Sam will win I'm worried we'll get there they're not sure they're not that Jada and Sam will win the only people who are sure they'll win are Jaina and Sam. That's why they're not saying their goodbyes. They're like, we'll see you when we get back. Yeah. The only thing they're saying is, if this goes south, make sure you're out of town. But we don't think it's going to go south, so you're yeah. going to be fine. We just I mean, feel like we should tell you. That's really the reason why Dr. Matthews wanted yeah. her to come by. She wanted to yeah. see her in person for To make sure that if she needed to say, don't do it, turn back. She could say it, but she took one look at Jaina and Sam and was like, you guys are in sync in a way I've never seen, so please come back. Yeah. Whereas Natalie is kind of buckling under the pressure because she really is terrified that they're going to get there. She can't do anything. She's going to choke because, you know, she's fought plenty of demons and, and, and bad guys so far, but nothing quite like what they're about. No, none of them have done what they're doing or they're about to do. So. to the end. You know that I will do everything I can to protect you, Natalie. And in case anyone's curious, in the in the in the, again, the scope of the Avalon universe, of my extended universe, what they're doing is very rare and very dangerous. Obsidian so will everybody has a reason to be very scared. It's the kind of experience you typically don't come out of alive. Well, they're taking on the current king of hell. Yeah. Ah, oh, notice I said current. <laughs> We'll, get through well Just... <laughs> you've gotten to the end of the episode. You already know what 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 Noir's, what Natalie says about the vacuum of power. I know who the next king of hell is. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Shut up. Next and season, I folks. Know the one after that. Next season, you'll get to hear about new adventures and such. So, and here we go. We're getting to the the more badass part where. Uh, what are you two doing? They're ready to get started, and like I, I teased last episode, this is the uh, this is the first time you will hear their new transformation sequence. Uh, now that they are fully powered and fully in sync as a truly united Genesis and Exodus Avalon, they are they are fully synced. Also, the lady got a, a minor power up when I did that because I wanted to. Cause, Cause, she doesn't that need like that big long transformation sequence anymore. No. She's pretty well synced with the lady. Exodus. Bam. It's all new, folks. It's all new fun stuff. Lots of lightning and power. Yes. Well, you know, so the first gen version of Avalon's costume, or Avalon's transformation, lots of straight up power blasts. Yeah. And a lot of that sensation that her clothing was changing to the new costume. Yeah. Her second gen was very much all the elements of being an Avalon. So there was earth, fire, water, rock. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's both both of his transformations have gone from a sense of lightning and metal to eventually straight up lightning and blasts of power. Yeah. And this is more an amalgamation of all the things they've all learned. So they're they're like in like true battle mode. Like and they imagine be a lot more magic. Yes. To it. And then they slowly, they slowly transport themselves to the underworld. And I did this because I didn't want them to like, you know, I didn't want like a really super cheesy teleporting noise because it's not so much a teleport so much as it's a 
it's a prayer. They silently pray, and then it's sort of like the world around them changes. And first there's bits of demons, and then all of a sudden, boom, they're in hell. And poor, poor Natalie. You bring a goddess of justice and mercy to a place of anything but. Injustice. Yeah. Yes, yes. Goddess, and we brought her to hell. At least Sam recognizes the issue, though, for because you know, because I never do this with Sam. Because poor Sam, you know, he's very much practical knowledge of application of being an Avalon, but he does have plenty of book study. Yeah, he learned plenty, which you know, and I never really touch on him as much. You do in uh, not next episode, but the episode after that. Mm-hmm. Episode 38, 39. Yeah. I am not leaving. Thirty-eight. Well, he's in 39 as well, and you see some of that, too. Yeah. Not as much. Yeah. Definitely 38. Definitely 38. Are you sure? Stop asking me that question. Why is it people always ask you, are you sure, after you've already made a decision? I guess they want you to double-guess yourself? I don't know. Yes, I guess. Ah, the first time I played this for you, you freaked out. You were like, that's a freaking army! Holy crap, that's a freaking army! I think I kind of danced in the spot. Too. You did actually! And then you flailed, my and you flailed and then you threw off the headphones and went, son of a bitch! Yep. It was awesome. That is how it works at our house, folks. I will send Chris, I will have Chris walk over and listen to a particularly interesting section that I really want her opinion on to make sure she likes how it sounds. Right. And typically the response, there's almost never a time where she's like, I need you to fix this or this. Almost every time her response is to flail and throw the headphones back at me and scream son of a bitch really loud. Generally then five minutes later there's a, oh by the way, you might want to fix the level on that. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I love this scene though, because they're just cutting through them. They're like butter. Yes. Bring the river to this fiery hell. Keep me from my quest. This one! This is the part I think that actually freaked you out. And and for those of you who have already heard this episode, I can now tell you the SFX queue that's around this. Yes. Because the SFX queue is, oh no, we're being flushed down the underworld toilet. Oh no! That is the actual SFX queue I had on the script. Awesome. I'm surprised you didn't realize that. I didn't. Well, I'm not. I wasn't in really? that part of the episode. That's true. You're only in like the the, the, the one scene. Yeah. Research. And it's been a long well, time since I've read well, yeah. this episode. I got this. You're right. <laughs> still one of my favorite SFX cues I've ever given. It's almost like Blinky on her Love on her you. other work that she'll green do, light. where it's like SFX green light go. It's easier to SFX red light. And Teresa's looking at the script going, what? <laughs> right. Stay here. I'm going to scout ahead, for I am badass. <sighs> wow, that was a rush. Your eyes were glowing blue, Jaina. Normally they're white, and I mean they went sparkling blue. You I'm going to turn on it. I'm not going to lie. It's exactly how I sound. I can keep doing that. Like, it was kind of hot with the whole you and the Just don't exhaust thing. Just don't know how much you can really rest. I can make out with your face right now. He's going to store up all those makeouts. See, that's how they knew that they were going to live. <laughs> that's a fork in the path ahead. They had way so too many makeouts stored up. 
from the three years of working together, there's no way they got yeah. through all of them. <laughs> what? They didn't even do like a tenth of the number. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Range capabilities to watch him. Here's the part where I was all like, look, it's an RPG. She's like range capabilities with a short with a, with a short range person. She's slightly depowered, so she needs a stronger person with her. Nope. I need a cleric. Fine. Are you, do you, have you pepped your llama milk? <laughs> no, like I said, it was like that last scene when they were still in the house before they teleported. He's that whole, this is your last chance before you, you go have everything. It's your final You cannot see it. It's your final Make sure that you've done everything that you cannot return back to this point. So it's like that part of Kingdom Hearts. Yes, it is that part of Kingdom Hearts when you're standing in that crystal chamber. Or it's the part of Kingdom Hearts 2 where you're standing on that platform with Mickey <sighs> yep. and Riku. <laughs> about to walk through the giant heart in the sky. Yep. Which sounds so lame as this I say it, but that scene quiet. was so badass. <laughs> I do like that in this a, this is a this is one of those few instances where people split up and nobody died. Yeah. And there was no Mr. McGillicuddy behind the behind the portrait, you know? If you get there before she calls for you, you know. Oh Mr. McGillicuddy! I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you, Aunt Pesky Genesis Avalon. Meddling kids. You're just as nervous as we all are. cat too. They managed that, you know, they went in and they knew what they were doing at that point. Yeah. The sooner we get through this, the better. Even though they didn't necessarily know the terrain. No. They all were working under an assumption that they knew how Obsidian fought. And to be fair, they've been fighting him for years. Yeah. They do know how he thinks. Yeah. And and more than that, you know, they all knew he'd hide. Well, and Jaina and Sam, they they didn't really understand it beforehand, but they do now. They are one unit. Yes, they have exactly. utter faith in the gods. Yeah, and in each other. And in each other. So even though he was like, maybe we should go back, and Noir was like, you know, she's not gonna let you go back. The reason why he didn't fight it was because he was like, no, you're right. She won't let me go back. Let's keep going. You know, he knows she'll be okay. I got I gotta get back there, but she'll be okay. His his instinct as a new boyfriend sure says, I should go back know. and call my girlfriend. Exactly. And his but his okay. knowledge as an Avalon says, no, she's more badass than I am. <laughs> she is she just as capable. If she can't fight it, I'm totally screwed. You guys have done to him. Even if he kills you, which you know. Which I love. Okay, so this is a very short cameo. But Tobias is Calhoun. Yes. More just a setup where Calhoun's gonna be. You know, next uh, next season because. You know, you're running through the underworld, so, you know, I have to tell you where the characters are. Hang on, you! Wow. <laughs> it attacked. I felt it coming, but I wanted to finish my sentence. Too bad. <laughs> Not allowed. Anyway, so no, so I wanted to set up where all the characters, you know, where all the bad guys who are alive are going to be as the next season. So, you know the cow gets away. Where? You'll fi have to just wait and find out. Um, and, uh... And, well, Boy, we'll Lilith, we saw, uh, sort of just gets blasted down a hallway. Well, yeah. Like you do when you're crazy, go nuts. She's not a threat Your yes, sister? to anybody. Are you joking? I like how they just found out that Cal's, that the, the, the segment was his sister. Let me go. Which, not, you know, we discussed it last time, so it was segment, not really. Responsible but, in a, enough to make it creepy. <laughs> yes. No, we're not letting you go anywhere. I swear. Really, you can say that about that entire family enough to make it creepy. Yes. So, also, 
Yay, Chad sells a lot of music. Yes. There's not as much there's not as much of him in this episode just because a lot of the stuff that I was using as zero project stuff I had been gearing up to use specifically for this episode. Right. Like when I sent the credits to Bruce, I already knew all the music I was gonna use. So it's just like here, I haven't even scored it yet. Here's all the music. Um But uh I love I just love Scarlet Dragon because it is my cow theme. Yes. And it works so well for me. More if that little bastard runs off to Obsidian. Would you hold on a minute? We still have to find the end of this hole. If Obsidian isn't at the end of it, then that means Jaina and Natalie will find him first. Hold the door. Let's <laughs> Fine. That's the thing. Which is like, if he's not here, then they're gonna get him because we're gonna get him. That's yeah, just how that's it is. Okay. At some point, we're gonna run into his stupid ass. You're like a broken record, Jay. Poor Nally. She's just Only struggling time. through this, but she's determined she to not see to that give up. In the next five minutes. <sighs> Nat, I don't want you down here if it's gonna kill you. <laughs> Look at you. You're sweating. You're running a fever, and I know you're physically hurting. Why are you being also, so stubborn about this? this is another pretty, this? pretty noticeable change. <sighs> Jaina is more aware of what the other people on her team are doing. Yeah. You know, for so long, she was such a uh, solo hero who happened to have allies. And it's like, I, just, that's, I think that's one reason I really love this episode is that they all gel as a team. Yeah. It's the first time you ever see that they're a true team and they know what they're doing. Oh, hello, crazy go nuts. How are you today? They're okay. Kristen, you gave me like eight minutes of this shit. I know. <laughs> you asked for eight minutes. I know, I was only able to use like two. But it's so good. Oh, this is the other chat's about a piece here, because it's the little thing. Yeah. The little this crazy thing. Around the corner, I think. There was just there was so much random stuff. Like, okay, in this episode, I don't know if you guys can hear well, I intentionally made it a little obscured. But at one point you're talking about how she's gone and you miss her. And it's like when you eat too much food and then you feel sick. And then you're like, I feel sick. And I'm just like, you're like, Isabella has gone crazy. Yep. It's like your niece is talking. Is We'll have to get around and try. Also, trying to, to put that mod on Natalie's voice when she's whispering is really cool. Let's try. Like, it just sounds super neat. We'll try sticking together. Extra whisper. I love how they're like, oh my god, it's love. She's super dangerous. She's really gonna go, oh. What was that? Oh. She's crazy, guys. <laughs> she is dangerous. That's you haven't gotten so... to the part where she gets dangerous yet. Oh, yeah. I Which, you guys are gonna laugh your butts off when I explain to you what is in my head during this scene. But I wanna wait for it to come up first. Oh, no, she saw you. At this point, she's very silent film. She is. Nat, out of the way! Jay! Shield! Woohoo! New shield!
but it's such a fun little sequence. She's I mean, she's scary when she's crazy. She's gotten more crazy. You're just, we're just lucky that more Jaina more and crazy. Sam, and I think Jaina and Sam don't even realize it. I'm pretty I'll sure they don't. Right. They are so much stronger right now than they've ever been, and they are acting like it's they're not. Sore. Because to them, she they don't feel it. Spinning. You know, right? Because. Like she blows trailer? away an army of demons yeah, without at the beginning even, without even really being all that bothered by it. And then she blows Lilith away and Sam gets a full blast of cow's power and doesn't even flinch. She wasn't even bothered. I ain't even bothered though. I ain't even bothered. Right. Bother. Bother. So that's awesome. That's awesome. I can go with that. So, yeah. Oh, I love the whispers in that piece of music. It's so creepy and awesome. Meanwhile, Sam and Noir have just run into a pile of demons and are running away from it. So it's kind of like that scene in, in Yellow Submarine where they wreck the car. Yes. And then they come running back and they're like, Was it just me? Or were they especially pissed off at us? <laughs> well, you did break into their house. I like Noir's response, though. It's one of the more human things he's ever said. For a while, eh? They all kind of just look like a general wave of pissed off. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> like, you can tell that he's gotten more... You can tell you that, that, that in the last year, he's gotten totally comfortable with being human again. Yeah. But you haven't gotten to see it as much just because of the scenarios that I've run the characters end, obviously. through. I can smell bodies. These are cells. Oh, this scene. Oh, oh this scene. Well, Kristen, this scene. I know. Oh, I forgot about this scene. You guys have no idea how important this scene is. It's an important scene. It is important to next season. Let's put it that way. I took your queen, mother. There's a reason it's in this scene. Is that a kid? It, that it's in this episode. He has a child in here. Yes, there it is. It's played by my brother. Yes, it is. My little brother. He, I, I asked him if he could do the Are You My Mummy? Thing from, the, from the doctor, and he loved doing it. So I was like, "You want to play a role?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, sure." You're all right. What are you doing in there? Genesis Avalon. It's the show where family family gets to help too, and I think that's really awesome because my family shows an interest in voice acting, and I think that's really cool. Try and get you out, all right? Yeah, they just see where they're sitting. They just see this kind of normal-looking little twelve-year or eight-year-old boy. Yep, hanging out at a table with a chest set in front of him. Yep. Just kind of chilling. His voice sounds funny, but they don't really notice that because they're in hell. Yep. Mommy says you can come play too if you want. Uh, no. And then he realizes something. Uh, Something's a little off about this kid. And then he sort of stumbles. And then he sees the other side of the kid's face. And I'll let you describe it because it's it's your idea. So basically, this kid is just sitting there and he's hanging out. With capital letters. <laughs> and as he turns his head and you see the other side of his face, it is like bits of flesh have started to come off as if his skin is rotting off of his bones and pure bone is exposed in places. It's creepy awesome. And you can kind of see like a little bit of ghosty where there should be skin over that bone. But... Oh, he is on. not an adorable little boy. No, hardly. He's like the anti-pan. Yes. Did you hear that? I like that, the anti-pan. That's interesting. Well, he is. He's, he's forever a little boy. Yes. 
because I expl- I actually tweeted this. I was like, so, newsflash, if you don't pitch down Chris Burton's voice enough, he sounds like Tim Curry in Legend. Yes. Well, once you pitch it down enough, it doesn't sound like anyone. Chino, Chino. This is such a badass fight. They are just totally in sync. Chino you know, just opened a can. Chino opened a barrel. She bought it in bulk at Costco. She opened a cask. <laughs> a huge a bar, like, like that one outside of the Laney Vineyards. Yes. Yeah. Like, like a huge, she opened Person a sized cask. She, she opened a distillery. Oh, that last kind of nose is really badass. Way to go, Laura. She's getting pissed off. I think she might be a little upset. Just maybe. The fight is getting super serial, yo. Super. Oh, there was that thump, thump, thump. Yes. That was the last one you did. Yeah. And unfortunately, Jaina has been bested. Her sword went skittering. Yes. And uh, then that happened. Yeah. Well. And I played the love theme under it too, which is even sadder. Yes, you did. And the cool thing was, there's actually two pieces of music playing here. There's the love theme, and then there's another piece underneath it that I didn't realize until I did it. But it it actually starts on the same key. So it bleeds in really well, and shit goes bad. Stuff goes south real fast here. Yeah. Oh, poor Gina. He, he might have turned into a Simcoe. He might have. God, that noise. Yeah, no, the second one's my favorite. Because you can feel the raven take her over. Yeah. You can feel the Morrigan physically take her over in that moment. Really? Uh, he didn't stab Sam so much as he stabbed himself in the foot. Yeah. This was so cool to do! She has the coolest voice ever, is the freaking Morrigan! Oh my god! And in case anyone's curious, this is where I was going from day one. Yep. I always knew it would end this way between the two of them. I always knew it would end with her summoning the Morrigan. The Morrigan. The Morrigan, yeah. Yes. Sorry. Well, unfortunately, I don't have Wikipedia up right now, so I can't uh, yeah. give you like all of it. Is well, it's the the Morrigan is the, the three-sided war yes. goddess yes. of Celtic mythology. Yes. It's where we get the. Uh, it's basically the Celtic version of the Fates, where you've mm-hmm. got the Maiden Mother the Crone. Maid Mother Crone. And but they are it's kind of a hybrid of that and the Valkyrie. Yep. Where they go through the battlefield and incite men to war, and then like one of them incites men to war, one of them kills them in battle, and one of them picks their bodies. Yup. And uh, and and so in that moment, in this moment, Jaina is with all three of them. Yeah. And the most amazing part about it is, she's not just asking for their help. No, she. Oh, she's in charge. She's channeling them. She is in charge of them. In charge of them. Yeah. They basically said they've had enough of this high mage. <laughs> yes. Feel the weight of all those deaths upon your shoulders. I can feel your shame for taking Asara. She did such an amazing job. So I feel the city And in case anyone's curious about how I did this voice, um, so there's the one track of her that is chorused in regular voice, 
Uh, there is also a track underneath her that is her voice that I lowered the pitch of, reversed, added an echo, reversed back, which is a trick I learned from the line. Which yeah, was kind of a standard. Yeah. This is a godly power. Yeah, and then I echoed it again and added a chorus. You guys have never heard this, but this is like the true Avalon. Like this is the this is the theme of the Morgan. And there come the shivers. Yeah, yeah look at the ghost Holy shit! Cats got people bumps. They're not ghost bumps because people who start big enough. Yep. All my enemies die. That was so much fun to write, and the fact that it sounded Whoa. exactly the way I wanted it to from start to finish is pretty awesome. I mean, she just shit, and then she cuts him quite literally to ribbons. And then he's there's nothing left. Nope. Meanwhile, she also blew out the supports for like the entire chamber. <laughs> yeah, about that. That's why there's now. And then the other yeah. Sam and Jaina theme plays. And the Morrigan has left her. Yeah. But it's so freaking cool. Like, Get us out of here. pretty much, it, like like Nora was warning in the last episode, if they had not been truly united, the gods would have let them die down there. Yep. Because they would have said, hubris, you just got one thing right, and that's you guys are too freaking cocky. But we say that it has to be done a certain way. You do that thing, we will fight with you. Exactly. And I love this. They end up in the middle of Times Square, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Times Square. We're in Times Square. And all is well. The public is none the wiser. The sun is out. Noir. The birds are chirping. Yep. People are standing in line at the ticks counter. Now everybody's wondering what the heck Avalon is doing with the Lady of the Lake and Noir. And, and a very sm strong smell of brimstone. Oh. Yes. Easy. Stay put. You're weak. But you guys words, got out of it! In the words of the doctor, today was a good day Son. and nobody and died. And nobody died. Gentle Bridget, goddess of love. Is that the people who needed to die? Yes. You know well, that's so different. Yes. And, you know, it wouldn't be... Sam. It wouldn't be the season finale Wake if I didn't up. make you still think that maybe Sam was going to make it. Until he wakes up. Yay! CPR to the rescue. Yes. Oh. Oh. Sam. Oh. <laughs> I love his response here. Did we win? <laughs> Did we win? No, we and lost. Makeouts with the face. So I'm gonna assume oh, we won. Lord. You look. I don't know. I sensed him. <gasps> sensed who? And when I was holding the demons back. Well, and you guys have heard the end of this episode, so I assume you know what next season will be about. And, and we'll I sensed through. him. Natalie. Him. Him. Who him. Did you him. sense? And I don't him. mean the band. He's been mm. reborn. Yes, he has. Mm. Yes, he has. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, who was reborn? <laughs> I was there's actually a stage direction in there where he goes, yeah, I sorry, who was reborn? And it says... Distracted because you know makeouts. <laughs> uh. I hear he 
might be. He might be slightly important. Yes. So, on an interesting note, the uh, the piece of music that is in this scene right now is the same exact piece of music I opened the show with. After the, after the opening credits, this is the same I piece can't of music. I can't believe I actually told you everything. I've written um, all of it. And uh, I think it's, I don't think it's a spoiler now. to say this is the last time you'll hear of Letters to Her Mom. And yeah. I can't believe uh, I told you. With the you. end of the, the three-year arc, I can't believe I even went through that it. That is the, the Genesis of, of Genesis Avalon. Roxy. Uh, it marks the Z. end of Jaina's journey uh, thus far. Mom, um, she's become the hero. She's now told her origin story, and she succeeded where everyone else fails. So, I watched, this is the last time she's going to write a letter to her mom. I watched my best uh, friend fall off a building and... Next I season, we'll have a slightly dead. different feel. There's, a little, there's, there's some really different stuff going on. Um, it's still it's still the same show. Then I saw um, the lady But it's, the a, it's clearly a different adventure. I saw Natalie And so, it's kind of cool. I saw my familiar um, go that from I got being to, a house you know, pet to regaining his then, humanity. Jaina can safely say she's now told her mother everything. She didn't leave anything else, you know? I mean... I met Olivia and found that there are people in this world who work for the gods as well. Giving me and some And as faith. you can tell by listening to the Alicia way she's writing this letter, some time has passed since when they succeeded and when, and when she writes this letter and then when Alicia they will make a great Avalon. She has figured and out what I was hoping you guys have all kind of figured out, which is that Alicia and Jack are clearly going to be... I feel like, even though I don't um, know if you've so, read these... So, I'd like to so it's going to be interesting because now so you you're going to see next season so when you look Genesis and Exodus and in their Avalon, prime as heroes. Say, That's my heroes daughter. who have had that and big fight. I'm proud of her. They've, you know, they've, they have fought their generals on. I'm proud of myself, Mom. And their dark side. Yes. And now it's time for the next adventure. So who's, who are they going to find next? Weaknesses. So, uh... I did it. So... I fought Obsidian. Yay, Jaina! And congratulations, Jaina. Also, Yay. congratulations, Laura, for sticking to this show. Yes, from a huge, gigantic, from, from you know 2004 to now. And um, you've been with this course, show since the beginning. I You're gonna be with us next year, obviously. <laughs> but uh, he's great to me, mom. You got and as far as you know. You, we did it. We got three years in, and you know the three years of the show, and and. Jaina took that journey, and you have you, grown Mom. so much I hope with this character this, over the years, and well. I am incredibly grateful for that. I don't know. And if the same goes the for David for the for the There's years that he's been on the show as well. Something um, else. This he's isn't over. really grown Sam. There's a lot of questions, and it's kind of interesting because he actually gets to go back in time a little bit and play a Sam soon, but that's younger yeah. next now, season for for an episode or two. So you'll hear a different side of him. But but thank you to both of you, and also of course. Chris Hackney, um, you've done an utterly amazing job. You were the first person I cast on this show, outright, uh, and by God, you will be the last person to leave it, sir. <laughs> um, but uh, but you know yeah. he's really gotten to do this amazing journey with turn, Noir all so these years, and there's even more in store for him it. next season. It's not like really he's going away. So this is not a goodbye to yeah, anybody. I just really feel that. We got through the three seasons I always had planned from start to finish, and I really feel that everybody needs the thanks. And and to all the rest of you who have been on the show from the get go, like Trent, um, and uh, and 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 you know, um, good to hear. Trent and then you know Bird has been on here since the get go, and, and you and Chris both have been on here since the show became a pendant production. Um, it was, and you know. And, and M for her portrayal as Bobby and Richard as, 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 or not Bobby, duh. 
M for Gary. Richard as Bobby. And and of course Mark Allen, who was on here originally as Martin and now as Evan. That's because they're in England. All of you have done an amazing job. Aren't you telling? But I'm just really really thankful that you guys have stuck around as long as you have. I am. Dr. Blown away by your dedication to the show, and that goes to everybody else. And as we leave out on the uh, the sounds of the finale to the suite that I've pulled the Avalon theme from, I've never heard this piece, but I always knew it was going to end it here. Um, we are we are at. And they said the last the last three words of the show. Yes, and um, uh, as you as we get to the end here with the finale piece. Um, as Chris mentioned, we've now wrapped up the story arc of Obsidian. Yep. Uh, Obsidian is is gone. She has been vanquished, as it were. Yes. Uh, and um, now here comes the next journey, the search for King Arthur. So I hope you guys will be back next 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 year, uh, next year which next, really next year. really for you guys is not an, it's not a, it's, it's not even a, yeah you don't have a break. It's gonna be. Episode 37 is coming out next month. There's no break because well, we've got, of scheduling well, we, change. But we do have a few episodes it is, before we actually yeah, get to there is actually a, the That's what I was going to say. Is there's actually an interesting side journey we're about to Featuring take. The voice um, Helen you've Spock, heard the trailer. Laura um, as Jaina before we get into Genesis King Arthur, Avalon. it's time that David you learn the story that I've dangled Exodus over Avalon. everyone's head for th- Chris Hackney eight years. As yeah. Noir. Um, it's Alicia time you Pickering heard what happened to Asar. Hall. And it's important to the overall arc. Chris it Britain colors a lot of uh, a lot of what you know Kristen about Asar, what you think you know Lilith. about Asara Sam Tobias and Queen Noir and all the other people Master. in her life. And, MCO uh, Garcia as Carrie Arthur. And uh, it's important to future as Jack. events. So yes. Mindy and Owen it's a bit of a change. As it's a bit Alicia. of a Mason Brown and it's a bit of a, the young it's a bit of a break too. So that you have Dr. some mental break between and um Colin Kelly, between Morgan, seasons three Kristen and four, Bays, because and uh, because season four's demons. main storyline is such a radical Written change. And directed yeah, I kind by of Catherine think of it Pride, as like assistant director Lynn Cullen. So, story by Catherine Pride with Christine Well, you know, you have like we've had like this the wind huge of oblivion, defeat of the demon king, and then awakening, a mirror of souls, the path of the lost thoughts, the darkest hour, and autumn prelude by Zero Project. Scarlet Dragon and Black Thunder by Chad Salvato. All other original music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2012. Pendant Productions. So that was it. So yeah, that's what happened happened when you finished mixing this chat. Oh, uh, if you follow me on Facebook, you probably already know. Uh, I don't think I put it on Twitter, but uh, now's a good time to talk about it. So I got to the end of this, and I heard the last chords of the finale. And I burst into tears, and yep. I sobbed uncontrollably for about, for about, five about five minutes because I couldn't believe I got here. So thank you all for Let's going see. on this journey with me. Uh, I really look forward to next year. I think you're all going to love it. Um, but that being said, if you like it, please let me know. You can find me on Twitter. I am at Genesis Avalon. You can also tell Chris. She's at Kristen Bays. You can email me at kat at pendantaudio.com. You can leave us a message on the message board, uh, which is uh, groups.yahoo.com slash groups slash pendant. You can also leave us a note on the pendant website, pendantaudio.com. And you can actually, if you have any questions, you can feel free to let us know um, on the TWIP page, um, which is pendantaudio.com slash twip.php. Um, or is it not slash? I think it's actually I the, have no number, idea. the hashtag. 
um, uh, twip.php. And uh, you can leave us comments or questions you have, and they will be answered um, on, on Twip. So, uh, so you can either, uh, in fact, uh, you guys are, unfortunately, you guys are going to miss this. Uh, a couple months ago, I was interviewed for, um, for Pendant. So hopefully, if people had questions, I was able to get to them before now. But if not, leave questions specifically for me or for the show in general. And, uh, or leave a comment on the comment section. And uh, thank you for being here. And we will see you next month.